Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 34, I'll read the second verse. Once more the lonely heart is fed, who dwells with love hath perfect ease. Faith, hope, and joy are with us all. Great are companions such as these. Hymn number 34. If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, plainfieldcs.com, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. And our theme for tonight is, the adequacy of our Christ within. 
And the readings will now be given by Florence from Georgia. I will read from the Bible, Psalms. O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Exodus. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made ready his chariot, and took his people with him, and he took six hundred chosen chariots, and all the chariots of Egypt, and captains over every one of them. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us, to carry us forth out of of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we might serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And the Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud 
went from before their face and stood behind them. Matthew. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Mark. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. John. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. I will read correlative passages from science and health the key to the scriptures and prose works by Mary Baker Eddy. Christ, a divine manifestation of God which comes to the flesh to destroy incarnate error. From beginning to end, the scriptures are full of account of the triumph of spirit, mind over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men called miracles. As the children of Israel were guided triumphantly through the Red Sea, the dark ebbing and flowing tides of human fear, as they were led through the wilderness, walking warily through the great desert of human hopes and anticipating the promised joy, so shall the spiritual idea guide all right desires in their passage from sense to soul, from a material sense of existence to the spiritual, up to the glory prepared for them who love God. Stately science pauses not, but moves before them, a pillar of cloud by day and of fire by night, leading to divine heights. The power of Christian science and divine love is omnipotent. It is indeed adequate to unclasp 
the hold and to destroy disease, sin, and death. Jesus demonstrated the power of Christian science to heal mortal minds and bodies. But this power was lost sight of and must again be spiritually discerned, taught, and demonstrated according to Christ's command with signs following. Though demonstrating his control over sin and disease, the great teacher by no means relieved others from giving the requisite proofs of their own piety. He worked for their guidance that they might demonstrate this power as he did and understand his divine principle. Implicit faith in the teacher and all the emotional love we can bestow on him will never alone make us imitators of him. We must go and do likewise else we are not improving the great blessings which our master worked and suffered to bestow upon us. The divinity of the Christ was made manifest in the humanity of Jesus. God warned man not to believe a talking serpent, or rather the allegory describing it. The Nazarene prophet declared that his followers should handle serpents, that is, put down all subtle falsities or illusions, and thus destroy any supposed effect arising from false claims exercising their supposed power on the mind and body of man against his holiness and health. The unity of God and man is not the dream of a heated brain, it is the spirit of the healing Christ that dwelt forever in the bosom of the Father and should abide forever in man. When first I heard the life-giving sound thereof and knew not whence it came nor whither it tended, it was the proof of its divine origin and healing power that opened my closed eyes. Truth's immortal idea is sweeping down the centuries, gathering beneath its wings the sick and sinning. My weary hope tries to realize that happy day when man shall recognize the science of Christ and love his neighbor as himself. When he shall realize God's omnipotence and the healing power of the divine love in what it has done and is doing for mankind. The promises will be fulfilled. The time for the reappearing of the divine healing is throughout all time, and whosoever layeth his earthly all on the altar of divine science drinketh of Christ's cup now and is endued with the spirit and power of Christian healing. The ancient worthies caught glorious glimpses of the Messiah or Christ, and their truer sense of Christ baptized them in spirit, submerged them in a sense so pure it made seers of men and Christian healers. This is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, spoken of by St. Paul. 
It is also the mysticism complained of by the rabbis who crucified Jesus and called him a deceiver. Yea, it is the healing power of truth that is persecuted today, the spirit of divine love, and Christ Jesus possessed it, practiced it, and taught his followers to do likewise. This spirit of God is made manifest in the flesh, healing and saving men. It is the Christ, comforter, which taketh away the sin of the world, and yet Christ is rejected of men. If we wish to follow Christ's truth, it must be in the way of God's appointing. Jesus said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. He who would reach the source and find the divine remedy for every ill must not try to climb the hill of science by some other road. All nature teaches God's love to man, but man cannot love God supremely and set his whole affections on spiritual things while loving the material or trusting in it more than in the spiritual. We must forsake the foundation of material systems, however time-honored, if we would gain the Christ as our only Savior. The healing power of Christ will prevail. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 298. The words of this hymn were written by Mary Baker Eddy. Saw ye my Savior, heard ye the glad sound, felt ye the power of the word? Twas the truth that made us free and was found by you and me. 
in the life and the love of our Lord. Hymn number 298. Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. 
Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites, and many of those are in other foreign languages. And as a result, people from across the globe have found God's word, have found healing and comfort, have found our church, and we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our website. There is a lot of material that we're offering there. It's all healing and inspired material, and it all comes free of charge and with the love of our church. I'd like to point out one article we'll now uh, featuring on the home page of our English website, and it is entitled, God Governs the Nations, by Peter V. Ross. An excellent, brief article, and I highly recommend it. Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school offers a teleconference feature, one dedicated exclusively to the Sunday school, that enables children to attend our Sunday school by telephone. And many of them, especially those that don't live in the area, do so. What this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church, we'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and the teachers there would be most happy to welcome your child. One more announcement before we go on. Our Bible study our next, uh, next one will be held on Saturday, October 28th, 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, the 28th of October. Mark your calendar and plan on joining us for a very lively discussion. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, 
please press the star button twice on your telephone. But keep in mind, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you, one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Karen from California, go ahead. Good evening. Uh, thank you for those beautiful readings, Florence. I am very grateful this evening for a healing I had recently of a cracked or broken rib. I was on the floor doing some stretching exercises. When I was done, I lay down on my stomach and heard and felt a pop in my rib cage. It startled me, and I just lay there for a moment. I must admit that I did not do what we are taught in Christian science to do, and that is to immediately deny that there could possibly be anything such as an accident. After laying there for a moment, I was able to get up. Later that day, when using my arms to assist me in sitting down or getting up, it was very painful. The next morning, I called my practitioner to support me in knowing the truth about this situation. Of course, the first thing she said was, it never happened. I had to admit to myself that that was not my first thought. I had taken the incident into my thought and now was uncomfortable as a result. I knew I had to get busy and declare the truth, for we are assured that it is never too late to affirm what the truth is. In our textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, she says, quote, Accidents are unknown to God <clears throat> or immortal mind, and we must change the notion of chance to the proper sense of God's unerring direction and thus bring out harmony, end quote. <clears throat> the truth that it had never happened was true then and was true now. So I needed to declare it and realize it. We can waste no time when animal magnetism through aggressive mental suggestion tries to argue that God is not all, that he can be absent at any time, or that we are not his spiritual image and likeness. I knew I had to, quote, stand porter at the door of thought, admitting only such conclusions as you wish realized in bodily results, you will control yourself harmoniously, end quote, as one of the command statements on pages 390 to 393 states in our textbook. This is how I worked and held to the fact that I am spiritual, not material. So what could possibly be broken, cracked, or bruised? Nothing. In a couple of days, I felt a lot more freedom in using my arm and turning from side to side in bed, which had been very uncomfortable. 
I also made sure that I didn't look to my body as a report card to tell me how I was doing. What did that have to do with anything? Nothing. About a week later, I realized that the pain was completely gone, but could not say when. My practitioner has told me on many occasions how when holding thought to the truth, unconscious of trying to heal or change a condition in the body, the error just fades out of our consciousness and thus from our experience because we are no longer holding it as a reality. This is scientific knowing and is the reason why Christian science does heal. I am so grateful to be a member of this church and for all that I am learning about how to pray more effectively in Christian science. I am so grateful to God, Christ Jesus, and to our leader, Mary Baker Eddy. Good evening. Thank you. Nathan from California, go ahead. Hi, I am uh, so grateful uh, for being a member of this church for the last um, three and a half years now. It's uh, changed my life. It's changed um, so many things for me, Um, lots of healings, and I've uh, testified on my removal of PTSD and um, anxiety. And when I first came in, watching was so um, important to me because I had never watched. Um, and I even went to Plainfield to see everyone because I was, I was like from California. I was like, I want to see, what are they doing in their watch? How do you watch? I mean, it was, Spirit was telling me I needed to learn that. And, you know, I learned about watching for malicious animal magnetism, error, mesmerism, and um, had worked on that and had done so much for me and kind of straightened me out. I was able to see, um, you know, the little, the little whatever, just kind of just, you know, the big dragon turn into this little nothing and just leave in front of me. And it was amazing. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, having done that for a while and I guess we can get, um, lazy, I was reading um, Vic Neil Young's um, Normal Class Notes of 1937, and I had read um, in there he was talking about fear, and I'll paraphrase a little bit. He was saying fear is a part of every claim. Um, Fear becomes acute um, if you don't handle it and will become hate and malice. Never attach any form of fear to any person. So as I was reading that, you know, I was so focused on malicious animal magnetism, hypnotism, or, you know, whatever um, I was looking at at the time, and I wasn't handling fear, which is behind all of that. And that was a big revelation for me. Um, You know, it just shows me how I have to keep working, um, keep watching, keep praying. And as I do that, um, you know, that the revelation came and I talked to my, my practitioner 
and they were telling me that that was the first thing that Mary Baker Eddy did in, in the house. And I was just laughing. So I was like, well, how did I miss that? You know, um, so I can be working, watching, praying, you know, on the daily, you know, but um, sometimes something will get missed. And that's why I have to keep, you know, being humble um, and willing to, to grow. Uh, also, this, this, you know, I was talking to a friend um you know, how, you know, you know, spirit, you know, it's how differently, you know, I didn't have this understanding how um, Plainfield and Mary Baker Eddy and Christian science has set a structure, a system, something that I can use, something that I can stand in um, that will help me stand and, and raise up to understanding and, and revelation. I was talking to a friend and they had said to me, do you know what month this is? And I was like, well, I was like, yeah, I know what month this is. And, you know, what's going on in this month? And, you know, uh, the Halloween. So I've been working with the, you know, uh, reversing out mischievousness and any hypnotism or magnetism. And I say all that to not focus on that, but to that I, so I'm not, um, what's the word, influenced by something. So I have to be aware of what's going on, I have to be awake so that I can focus on, you know, light, you know, that I am life, truth, and love, you know, that God, good, is the only law, and um, let that govern rather than some unconscious, um, subconscious nothingness trying to, to get in the way. And I just wanted to thank everyone at Plainfield that, you know, you guys work so hard, so diligent, you're so consistent. Um, every testimony, every meeting is just, you know, it's, it's like a, that cool glass of water. So I thank you guys for providing me, um, I think, the greatest gift of all in um, being there and um, leading and being the warriors that you are. Thank you. Thank you. Mara from Mississippi, go ahead. Hello, I'm very happy to be a part of this meeting tonight. Around a year ago, I gave a testimony about how I was able to overcome my fear of snakes through Christian science. There were a few occasions while walking around the lake that I crossed paths with some threatening venomous snakes. Initially, this gave me a lot of anxiety and fear, and I didn't want to walk around the lake anymore. I was able to correct my thought know that we are in God's kingdom and thoughts of fear do not come from God. Love fills all space and we are all God's ideas and we live harmoniously in God's house. This helps me uh, anytime I encounter a snake to um, not feel fear, but instead to know they are God's beautiful ideas governed by God. The story of Paul on the island of Malta was recently in the Plainfield Christian Science Weekly Bible lesson. And the story described how Paul was picking up a bundle of sticks to add to the fire and a serpent that was driven out by the heat attached himself to Paul's arm. Um, the natives were waiting for something terrible to happen to Paul. But since Paul knew who he really was and who the snake was, both God's harmonious ideas, um, he was not harmed. After reading this lesson, I met a friend to go walking on a very 
populated and long paved bike trail with wooded land on either side. And I love how we are taught at the Plainfield Christian Science Church to pray before, after, and during everything we do. As I was socializing and walking with my friend, I stumbled and hopped over a beautiful copperhead snake that was on the concrete path. My friend was surprised and didn't even see the snake until after we passed it. The snake and I were both a little startled, but we continued to cross the bike path. But he continued to cross the bike path to the other side of the woods without being harmed or upsetting any of the other people walking or riding on the trail. When I happily told my practitioner the story, her response was, mortal mind has labeled the snake as dangerous, but that is not true. They are all part of God's creation. Christian science is such a peaceful and fearless way of life. When God is with us, there's nothing to fear. I'm so happy for all that I'm learning. I'm so thankful to my practitioner for her patience and support. I'm very grateful for the Plainfield workers who make all these meetings possible. I'm so happy for all that I'm learning in Christian science, and thank you, Florence, for the comforting and powerful readings tonight. Thank you. Shahidat from Maryland, go ahead. Good evening. I'd like to share a testimony, a healing that I had a few weeks back. I was halfway into my morning walk when I suddenly felt a sharp pain in my upper left thigh. I slowed my pace, but the pain did not abate, so I decided to turn back and head home. When I got home, I tended to know the truth about my being and the unreality of this, of this discomfort and did feel so much better. However, a day later, I went out for the walk again, and while I got further this time, once again, the pain returned, and I had to turn around and head home prematurely. I decided that it was time to reach out for help and be rid of this thing for good. I sent my Plainfield practitioner a text, and shortly afterwards, she called me and asked this one question, are you mortal? Put that way, it was suddenly very clear to me that the answer was a resounding no. The image and likeness of God, which I am, is spiritual, never material. She told me to study the command statements on page 390 of our textbook and also hymn 139, which starts, I walk with love along the way. I was scheduled to go, go on a camping trip that weekend, which usually involves some hiking, which I always enjoy. As expected on the trip, a few of the campers suggested hiking to a nearby waterfall. And at first, I doubted if I should go in case the pain returned and I was in the middle of the wilderness, unable to go forward. I didn't want to run the risk of ruining the hike for everyone. But I knew these fearful thoughts could not possibly be from God. So instead, I repeated to myself that I was not mortal and I always walked with love along the way. I hadn't fully memorized the hymns that the practitioner recommended, but I knew enough of it to quietly sing it to myself as we trekked through the woods and across the fields. And my thought never once entertained the possibility of any pain. We hiked about four miles that afternoon, and I have since resumed my morning walk completely pain-free. I am so grateful for the ready help of the practitioner who never fails to remind me of my true being, and I'm very blessed to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Shardell. Good evening. 
a testimony given not long ago involving God's protection for needs for schooling reminded me of all the protection I have received during my whole undergrad and younger schooling years, beginning with middle school, then called junior high, which came, and high school came after. I was told as early as the eighth grade, <coughs> excuse me, that I was not college material. Well, this was problematic because since I was five years old, I decided that I would be a teacher. While still in grade school, I was teaching the neighborhood kids how to read. I was accepted into college and chose one with a great reputation for preparing graduates for student teaching. I do remember my first day sitting in my dorm room all alone, 18 years old, five hours from home, praying and actually saying to God, if you want me to do this, I am going to need your help. And he did. There were roadblocks, some roadblocks along the way, such as unfair grading, being told that we couldn't get a job in a certain district because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that I was never discouraged. I got a job in the exact district where we were told we was out of reach for us. I love teaching, and God protected me all along the way for 32 years of classroom teaching. Even now, he has given me opportunities to be with children. Oh, what a great God we have. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him, all alone, doeth good wonders. God is my strength and power, and he maketh my way perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Mishaila from Canada, go ahead. I am thankful for Christian Science for showing me the way out of the belief in a life in matter. And to this church and my practitioner for emphasizing that, that God should always be the first thing on my mind, whatever ever happens. Last Saturday, I awoke in the middle of the night with a very strange feeling and pain in my back and whole upper body. In my mind, I began to state the scientific statement of being to myself. Quote, there is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. The statement goes further on, and the whole statement is on page 468 in Science and Health. So I did uh, repeat that to myself until I fell to sleep again. When I awoke in the morning, there was no trace of any pain or strange feeling. I was very glad that I was able to turn to the truth in the scientific statement of being, 
instead of wondering or worrying what this pain was and where it came from. And I was so glad that I have something to testify about God's allness. But suddenly, doubt arose. Doubt that it happened or that it is too small to testify. I thought, maybe I only dreamed. That would mean there was nothing, nothing to testify. Then I thought, this must be a trick of error. Of course, it was a dream. There is no pain in truth. There is no pain in truth and no truth in pain. God is all at all times. And there is no space for pain. So pain always is mortal dream. The scientific statement of being in that night was awakening me to truth and gave me a restful night without worry about pain. Now, a few days after, this statement in Science and Health came to mind. Christian scientists, be a law to yourself that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. End quote. That I was able to be quick and firm in truth, even half sleeping, is a result of regular practitioner support and all the instructions to this church. I'm so thankful to be at this meeting tonight and to testify for the truth. And thank you very much for the reading and the beautiful hymns tonight. Good night. Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead. Yes, good evening, and thank you so much, Florence, for those beautiful readings. They're so comforting and powerful. We have to remember that word, powerful. That's what it's, that's what it's uh, all about there. Um, I wanted to express my gratitude once again tonight for the Plainfield website. It's just so full of wonderful things. And I often ask God when I go there, what do you want me to know? I had one such recent evening when I was directed to listen to the beautifully read 91st Psalm written by Bliss Knapp. I'd recently heard an excerpt read on the round table that was so beautiful and powerful. After listening to it, I sent it to someone who I thought could use some comfort. The interesting thing is, that an article on the carousel sent instead. And afterwards, I realized that this was more just what was needed and not even the one I meant to send. In addition, I found a whole new spot on the website full of beautiful articles that I had not even been paying attention to. God does bless us every minute of the day and gives us our daily bread. Thank you so much and good night. Thank you. Jeremy. 
Uh, thank you very much for tonight's readings. I'm very grateful tonight for all I am learning here in Plainfield about how to apply this practical science in every part of my life. This past Sunday, I woke up with many thoughts coming to me saying that I have too much to do that day and I'll never get it all done. Thankfully, my practitioner has worked with me over the years to be alert to what claims are coming. And in cases such as this, where I might be tempted to feel a need to rush, I followed my practitioner's teachings to slow right down and proceed in a calm and methodical manner, trusting God to guide me all day long. It wasn't until after the service ended that the thoughts stopped coming in that way. But as always, it feels so good to overcome error, especially when it is so insistent. I'm very grateful for Christian Science and for practitioner support for giving me the tools to conquer these situations and continue to do this work for God. Christian Science is a daily blessing. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Christina in Mexico. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for the fine readings and the hymns and the music. Today, I want to thank God for all his blessings and for bringing Christian science into my life. In particular, I want to thank him for the importance of the smile, which is a gift from God. Yesterday in the morning, when I arrived at my job, I said hello to the policeman guarding the entrance. He complimented me for being a very smiling person. He told me that I always arrived and greeted him with a big smile in the mornings. I'm grateful because this means a healing for me. It is a consequence of my coming to Plainfield. Listening to the round tables every Sunday has given me back my smile. Christian science must be practical, and here at Plainfield, I have heard a lot about the importance of joy and smiling and its power as an expression of God's love. In fact, now I am a much more smiling person at work, with my neighbors, with people in the stores, even with some people in the streets. In the past, I used to be a very serious person. So I feel very grateful today that this change has happened to me. It is a little and a big change at the same time in my life. I thank God, the Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Christian Saints, and Mrs. Eddie. I also want to thank the staff of the church and the generous support of the practitioner. Finally, I want to give thanks for the weekly lessons, the lesson writers, the roundtables, the services, the beautiful testimonies, and the unity watches in these troubled times. And give thanks, of course, for the website a fountain of living water. Plainfield is a great church 
that truly expresses the love of God and the pure Christian science. God bless you all and thank you very much. Muchas gracias. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. An experience I had a few weeks ago really highlighted to me the omnipresence of God and the power of the pure Christian science prayer going out to the world from this magnificent church. I love to pray along when listening to the testimony meetings and Sunday services, and often I listen to these recorded meetings more than once throughout the week, especially on weeks when I'm working from my home office. Our holy practitioners and teachers here bring the Christ light into my thought whenever I listen to these beloved voices at Plainfield Independent. One day I was re-listening to a Plainfield recorded meeting in the background as I went on doing my work in the home office. I put this recorded meeting on the speakers in the living room. As I moved to other rooms, I noticed that the speaking had stopped, and at the same time I felt the most sublime, loving, wonderful presence of our God with me, the divine love of God, and I started to pray. I prayed our daily prayer that Mary Baker Eddy has given us, and I told God how much I love him. I shed a bit of a tear from the power of that love. It was that very beautiful feeling that I've often felt when knowing God in Christian science. Very deep and never to be forgotten is his presence. So the speaking started again from the other room as I came back into it, and I realised that it had been the silent prayer at the Plainfield recorded meeting that I had felt whilst I was in the other room. So to me, that is very wonderful, that somehow beyond our current human measures of recording, this holy, silent prayer was recorded, and it conveyed God's presence to me in this very palpable way. Mary Baker Eddy writes in Science and Health, quote, Christians rejoice in secret beauty and bounty hidden from the world, but known to God. Self-forgetfulness, purity and affection are constant prayers. Practice, not profession. Understanding, not belief. Gain the ear and right hand of omnipotence and they assuredly call down infinite blessings. End quote. So in the weeks since then, in listening and praying with the meetings, it has been profound to think that when I pray with those meetings, I am in the congregation with our Lord, and the mighty prayer of a pure Christian science congregation is with me, right here in Australia. The wonders and the mysteries of God the wonderful things that he has created for us. I love this relationship with God and with my beautiful church at Plainfield Independent. I love knowing more every day and getting closer and closer to our Lord God Almighty, closer to Christ Jesus through the pure Christian science that Mary Baker Eddy discovered the pure Christian science that is taught and lived faithfully in this church. Thank you to our holy practitioners and teachers 
Thank you all so much for all the learning and so much love to you all. Thank you. Gary. Thank you, Florence, for those fine readings um, about the power of the Christ, and not separate from us, but within us. One of the things you read from our textbook says, quote, the power of Christian science and divine love is omnipotent. Well, that means it's all-powerful. There isn't anything else. And it is indeed adequate to destroy disease, sin, and death, end quote. Well, I'm grateful to be learning that Christian science is not just another religion. It is the scientific truth about God and man. It is the laws that govern the universe. And it's everywhere. And there's no place where it is not. And I have to say that since joining this church, every problem that I have honestly taken to God has been healed through Christian science treatment. And often with the help of the prayers of a practitioner from this church. And every one of these healings has brought me closer to God and has given me a firmer foundation in life. And that's an unshakable foundation because there's no human opinion or human belief to support it. It is all divine law that supports that firm foundation. And I guess this is why Christian science is so comforting to me. What I know about other religions is they all have interesting theories about God. But Christian science is the only so-called religion <laughs> that has, teaches us that problems are healed by taking us directly to God. God's promises are full, in, or the Bible is full of God's promises. And that God's promises are all good. Um, but they are also divine law. They all, you can count on them. So anyway, I'm just very grateful for uh, joining this church many years ago, for the work of practitioners, and one in particular, who's also a teacher, bless her heart, for healing and sharing all of her understanding with us. I'm so grateful for Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science and for devoting her life to proving it by healing and then by teaching it and writing it down in our textbook for all mankind to study and read. In the face of tremendous opposition, she has blessed mankind forever. And I'm also grateful for the firm foundation that Christian science has given me. So good to be with you all here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Um, first testimony is from Ohio, Iowa. 
I am so grateful for the Plainfield Church and for the practitioner support. I am grateful that, that this church doesn't give up on anybody, and it is a privilege and an honor to be a member. There is so much to be grateful for when we open our dull eyes. It has always been here, and the illusion is being dispelled. I wanted to share this, for the dear Lord inspired me to reach out and share it. Thank you. And then South Dakota. Thank you, Plainfield, for your loving and dedicated work to in the support of Christian Science Outreach to the world. Thank you for this church and its supporters, for the wonderful roundtables, Bible lessons, Bible studies, Wednesday night readers and readings, and for inspired musician support as well. I'm grateful to you for your Christian science practitioners, and the Unity Watches always include much to ponder, with much appreciation to all. And then Vermont. Hello, dear Plainfield Church. It is with love that we enclose this month's contribution to Plainfield's phenomenal outreach of Mary Baker Eddy's Pure Christian Science. Through work over many years now, our church has created an extensive user-friendly website, which is, in essence, a 24-7 reading room and listening room. What a beautiful thing it is to be able to look up a text and listen to it and drink it in, which is a wonderful addition to reading the written word. To all the volunteers who spend the time to record the Bible lessons and all the articles and books that can be found on the Plainfield Christian Science website, thank you so much for your blessed work. With warmest regards. And then lastly, Virginia, dear fellow members, from the Saturday, September 30th Bible study on the topic, The Grace of Our Lord Jesus Christ, with readings from Revelation, to the Sunday, October 1st roundtable with instruction to put on the whole armor of God. This independent Christian Science Church has provided study and instruction to see our way through the times we find ourselves in, to find joy in tribulation, opportunities to find God, grow closer to Him, and to be quiet and listen and to be still. My gratitude is unbounded as I spend time with the many notes I've taken from these very valuable and joyful sessions. The many calls to action, when taken, certainly will bless not only ourselves but others, including the whole world, and closes my monthly contributions sent with love and gratitude. So I too am very grateful to be here tonight to hear those powerful readings. Um, I love how it was ended from pulpit and press. The healing power of Christ will prevail. The strong statement to know that healing power of Christ will prevail. We need to know it, and it's operating now, this very moment. It's never stopped operating. And we can experience it more and more in our lives as we're knowing this powerful truth. Thank you all for your testimonies tonight, the beautiful readings the beautiful music, and much love to all of you, and have a good evening. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 117. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, 
Early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, which were and are and evermore shall be. Hymn 117. <laughs> 